is up? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, and this week I am no longer alone. I am once again joined by, guess who's back? Back Ed. again. Eddie's back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. <laughs> What's up, Ed? How are you? Joe, it's great to be back with you. I'm doing well. I'm a little bit hot. Uh, I guess we're not experiencing the kind of oppressive heat that they are in the Pacific Northwest out here east, but it's pretty damn hot still. No, and I don't want that, and I don't want it ever. <laughs> right. Was it like 119 in like yeah. Portland, Oregon or something like that? Yes. And in Oregon, isn't that where Phantasm was set? Like, doesn't the Barracuda have organ plates? Yeah. So can you imagine, like, where we started last year was really nice outside, the breeze coming through. Yeah, when an, when an area that's not known for getting hot gets hot, then uh, <laughs> you get a little worried. You get a little afraid. <sighs> At least I do. But yeah. So happy summer, Joe. Happy summer, indeed, and welcome back. So speaking of that, so since, since you've been gone... You can't breathe? <laughs> Not in this heat. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's why there will be background noise in this, because that AC is not turning off for, nope. for nobody. <laughs> um, anywho, what I was going to say is like, so I don't know if you remember, so it was like two episodes ago, I was watching, uh, I was just like f- flip around for like, what has Joe hype? Yeah, what were you excited about? Well, you know, I actually watched that one movie with uh, Lana Glazer, which is False Positive. Oh, yes. On Hulu. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's funny because my, my wife's a big fan of hers because she loves the show that she was on called Broad City that was on Comedy Central for a few seasons. Okay. And, you know, it's a comedy. So it was interesting to see her not in a comedy role. Right. And I she, can dig. She does a great job. I mean, it's it's uh, one Pierce Brosnan, creepy as all can be. Justin Theroux, excellent as, you know, as you Sophia Bush. Great. Cast is great. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it definitely caught her off guard because, like, once the end credits hit, she was just like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my response was just like, you know what? This was basically a kind of a different kind of twist on Rosemary's Baby, which is, you know, a known classic horror movie that really, I mean tough to recreate i think there might have been has there been a remake of it at some point maybe something if there has i haven't seen it but it's nor would i watch it it's a slow burn just a slow pace you know creepy and weird i like the slow burn yeah you know this so this is slow a little creepy a little weird Mm -hmm. so i can dig hey who seems to be doing it right yeah i mean i i would i would recommend it if you if you like the slow paced kind of trippy what the heck is going on type of horror thriller give it a shot excellent yes yeah. uh, false positive false positive on the hulu all right but that's not the entire topic of our show today there's <laughs> we've got this and then honestly we really need to talk about the halloween kills trailer oh yeah so we can right. either do that now or we can do it at the end no you know what we should dive right into this I, I would like to have Joe D from Different Take on, who's doing a fantastic job, by the way. He, he, he's always doing a good job. That Joe, we got to get him back. But uh, I just gave him a free plug, but you know who really needs the plug? It's our good friend Steve Feast at Keystone Retro. Sure is. We actually we got to link up with him because he's been jumping on some uh, wrestling pods. Oh. And, you know, maybe we can all collab. Look. Do some collabs. <laughs> Do some collabs. Yeah, Papa Shango. Yeah, maybe maybe if they like uh, they like wrestling, maybe they like horror crap too. <laughs> 
It's another, a, no. another Undertaker tribute. We'd do another Undertaker tribute just for the heck of it. Well, we're learning so much this year. So our first, our one year anniversary is coming up for the podcast mm-hmm. of Red River Horror, Red River Horror podcast. Joe and I, uh, we were just talking about the Phantasm series. It's how it all started. We were watching it outside because of quarantine, all that fun stuff. But I'm learning so much, Joe, and yes, I forgot that like collabing on podcasts is a thing, right? and the cross-promotion and all that fun stuff, uh, but I just wanted to finish. If you go to KeystoneRetro.com, you use the code Red River, yeah, Red River, you get 10% off at a Steve Fisa's store. So you're saying he's been nice. on some wrestling pods, and maybe some wrestling pod friends will want to join us, or us join them, or have some fun. Yeah, perhaps. Let's see. You know what? Good. They gave me my money back on this because I wrote a long review. Okay. Um, it's fine for a reading, but honestly, a Kindle's a piece of crap. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it, like I'm trying to cast. Yes. And it doesn't even cast. Ah, oh, so we can't cast the trailer? No, I'm going to cast it from my phone. But okay. that's like, you know, I had I was going... The, the that's thing, a Samsung so, product, so r- it works. Right before we started, I was like... Ooh, let's try this out. And it's like, I was like, oh, I'm going to surprise you. And I've had this whole thing linked up where I'm like, you know, this this should work where the audio is going to come through what our mixer and then we'll be able to watch it on the screen. But mm-hmm. guess what? What? It didn't work. Nope. Because Kindles are crap. Only would recommend it for, like, I have a bunch of comic books on here now. <laughs> yeah. They were free. So they're like, hey, do you want, you want a bunch of free stuff? I'm like, yeah. So I got some free Audible, some free, you know, whatever. And then they was like, and then I wrote a review there. It's like, tell us what you think. It's like, this is garbage. Not only that, they called me. Oh, Amazon called Amazon you? Amazon called me. Whoa. That was like, that was weird. So like, hey, man, you don't like your Kindle? What's up? Yeah, I thought they were going to come after me. <laughs> like, hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> Alexa. Yeah. Play the Red River Horror podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you and everybody else. I think I'm just going to go full google from here on out i'll just sell my soul to them yeah they, they know everything about you anyway they know what you like they already got me i mean i got i use i use the U- I use the youtube premium or whatever well, it used to be called red okay now it's youtube premium and all right well here's here's the trick oh whoa turn it up baby hold on so let's just yeah pause this, that give john this, give us a second yeah so I do all that. I have the google mesh network i have you know i was like you know my when i get a new phone it's like I have this, the Note. I don't use this thing to its full potential. No, that's a pretty loaded device. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible machine. Like this. We can film some high yeah. quality stuff with that. So I'm not going to get rid of I don't think I'm going to get rid of it. No. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'll start my OnlyFans. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Just videos of my butthole <laughs> for $12.99 a month. Whoa. That's <laughs> fresh and, videos. And that's still daily. not asking enough. Yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans. There's your, there's your horror movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> just, just a video. Still video. <laughs> so, Joe, you have teed up the Halloween Kills trailer, and you did surprise me with this. I didn't know we were going to talk about it, but luckily, no. I have seen it. I've examined it. I am excited, and I'm ready to watch it again. Me, too. So, I'm really going to just crank the volume on this TV, and then everybody wants to come up and help us out with AV stuff. You know, you're, everyone's welcome to give a hand. We're all in this together. We're all... What's that from? What was that? Was we have High to play that in DJing? Yeah, High School Musical. Oh God. Zach Efron and uh, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> what a pair. Yeah. I actually like that guy now. He seems like he's probably a really cool dude. He's just on. A, he's just famous from a children's thing. Yeah, pretty pretty good actor, too. I, I think. Yeah, he does a good job. All right. All right. Let's, let's give a shot. Halloween kills. All right. So it opens up. 
Here's the house. It's burning. House is burning, which, you know, in my beef, this is the ending scene. It's like, yes. how does he get, he's locked down there. Yes. And then this is where it ends. Head and burn. So he's, fireman falls through to the basement where Michael is. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Fireman on the top floor extends a hand. Wrong guy. Oh, no. That's a pretty badass looking scene, Joe. Yeah, so he's got, the, was that a pickaxe? Yeah, I think so. Walking out of the fire. So, yeah, I mean. Oh, no. So, he just massacres everybody, so. The fireman. Yeah. Jamie's back in a hospital, as sequels do in Halloween. Hey. You know. Whoa. See, like... Oh, no. Are we getting, like, killing spree, Michael? Like Halloween 5, Michael? They start... They explain it pretty well, I think, in the trailer. Which what people are pissed about. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Supposedly he's gonna die in this one. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. So here, if you pay attention in this part of the trailer, did you catch that? Yep, Halloween three masks. The Halloween three masks making an appearance, so we'll give credit for that. So first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, that's dope. Right. Yeah. No. I don't know about that, man. This kid finally gets it, at least. The boyfriend of uh, Allison in the first one? Yeah. Ben Tramer's son? Yeah. He's dead. Let him die. I don't like that, Ed. Yeah, I know. There's Anthony Michael Hall. There was Anthony Michael Hall. All right, so there we go. Oh, boy. Everybody's making money now. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. All right, so... Joe. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I will I will say that I've softened up a bit. I was, if you listen to, oh, I can't remember what that podcast episode number, but when we spoke and we ranked the Halloween series with Joe D'Angelo from Different Take, yep. I was not happy at all that there were going to be two more films. No, you weren't. Joe, Joe, Joe has the ability to bring optimism where we really can't find it. <laughs> you're, you're exactly right. And that's one of my favorite things about the guy. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw this trailer thinking, okay, this is supposed to be a brutal film. Remember Rob Zombie said all those years ago that he was going to make Halloween 2 good because slasher movies pretty much have come so far where people are laughing when other people are getting killed, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's just happened out of... The how saturated we were with slashers at one point. So Rob Zombie says, all right, Halloween 2, it's not going to be funny when people die. Mm-hmm. He was right for the whole dream sequence in the hospital. It was like, oh my gosh, this is pretty brutal. And then then the movie just went off the rails. and The whole white horse and all oh my white, gosh. whatever the hell was going on. And, and the dialogue in the van, the guy saying the F word over and over and over, and then he gets killed. Yeah, but- he, he writes a different style. Like, it's written like 
B movie horror dialogue, right. where it definitely didn't need to be. But you know that my issue here is just like the more he kills, the more he transcends. Like, what the hell is this? So I think, and I don't know this. I'm sure, more in depth Halloween fans than we are able to be can yeah. explain it. But I think that they are finally trying to go for this. Why is Michael superhuman? Why can he withstand getting shot? I, my logical question yeah. at the end of Halloween 2018, you know this, but why I was so angry that there were going to be two more films. How could he have, like, Lori has spent her entire life for this, waiting for this moment to trap that man in that place and burn him. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible, incredible thing that he's able to, just, like, it's just like, well, you know, that he's not around the fire. It's like, yeah, but the fire just eats oxygen. <laughs> right. You can't breathe. No, and his mask would not make it <clears throat> in a no. situation like that. But it's you know you can't you can't expect realism. It's just no. that's just there's just little things that I can I'm just picking apart from looking at it where I'm just like, yeah And it's like the very first. I mean, the original one. He's very human. He is. You know, he's a a dope, and which is you know, so he has dope strength where you know. I don't know what the right word is anymore. Well, no, he's he's a big dude. You know what I mean? Where they say like R word strength. Yeah. Yes. I well, mean he, that's that's what he has in the first. That's what I always attribute to because he was in a mental institution for so long. So it's just like it's. So Lo- Loomis to. Loomis does say he's pure evil in the first one. That's what he saw by analyzing him for yeah however many fifteen years, but. This, it seems as if, which I had no idea about going into watching this trailer, it does seem like they're finally giving that supernatural element to the Michael Myers character, whereas he's becoming more than human now. Yeah, which is a shame because, like, one of the things, like, when we would talk about, you know, the big names in the the 80s slashers especially was that Michael Myers was human. He wasn't supernatural like a Jason. Right. But, you know, that's okay. It. At the end of the day, it's probably going to be a fun watch. I mean, a lot of those shots that you see, I mean, it looks, you know, it's going to be really well done. As, as far as slasher films go, so getting back to that point, what Rob Zombie tried to do, I don't think he achieved. This, Joe D'Angelo did tell us that this is going to be the most brutal Halloween film ever, where he's, they're just going to, he's just going to be killing people at will. I mean, the trailer itself is the most brutal. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the most brutal he's ever been. Yes. So, so to make, um, can yeah. they make that scary? That's my question. Can they make what we saw? Because I think the trailer is good, to be honest. Can they make that a film and make it scary? You know what, Ed? I think maybe this might be the way that they tie in all the stuff that it's really ignoring, but come out, somehow brings it all together. Because if there's going to be a third after this, there is. Yeah. You know, th- that could be it. Like, you know, seeing those. Halloween three masks snuck in there. Mm-hmm. The supernatural thing, you, you know, because four and five is a little more supernatural. Yeah, so then, are we going to end up, is it going to finish with like a, a, the thorn maybe? Oh, that's... Coming back in a way. Like, where does it go with Daniel Farron's original thing where like the whole town's in on it? Hmm. Where's a select group of people in there? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity there. So we'll just have to see how it goes. To be perfectly honest, I would be... 
when I was younger, I would not be okay with that. If they just went in the direction yeah. that Halloween 3 exists, you see those kids in the masks, yeah. that could just be a nod. But they're, if there really is, like if they grift Stonehenge and try and create something evil, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. If the whole town was in on Michael Myers, like kind of har- you know, harboring this, and in that trailer too, you see the town's like mobbed up. They're ready to, they're ready to go after him. Mm-hmm. So to say that those people are evil and he has to kill a certain amount of people in order to, to like for them to have a good harvest or whatever the hell the end conclusion ends up being, I'd be game for that over three uh, episodes. So Halloween 2018, Halloween kills and then Halloween ends. Those are the three. What do you, what do you think? Um, I'm here for it. Um, (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I wasn't crazy about the 2018 one, but, that's fine. I mean, I. I mean, it's not like it's. I gotta watch it again. I'm gonna watch it. The things that annoyed and... you though, I, they annoyed me too. Like yeah. them holding them, the investigative journalists holding the mask up and screaming. That's stupid. Yeah, you look at this trailer. They're gonna have. It looks like the Jamie scene is gonna happen from Halloween Five. Oh no! You see how he has the knife up against her, and she's like, "Do it!" And then next thing you know, she has his mask. I do. Uncle. Oh, no. God, no. I, I don't think that'll happen. I think it's going to happen. No. I think that Lori intervenes in that scene, or Kara. Uh, I, the, I, th- I think we're going to get that they lock eyes, and it's just like, Uncle. No, no. She'll be like, Uncle Michael. <laughs> so she's holding the damn mask in front of Michael Myers. So, yeah, he might see his face uh, again. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the way it goes. But anyway, we'll save the rest of that for another time when it actually comes out. Mm-hmm. But we had to talk about it. Before. We can't not talk about it. And, and you know what? Everyone involved in that film, and I've, I've, you can hear me on YouTube. Go back to 2014. Oh, yeah. John Carpenter is all about that money. And everybody making Halloween kills and Halloween ends, they're making that money. And God bless them. They're bringing it in. Good yep. for them. So that brings us to the, next, the, the primary topic of today's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, what sta- uh, so tomorrow, Stacy Lane Wilson is going to have an article on a review. A review. On the website for... So I just want to say there's a new development for RedRiverHorror.com. Yes. Stacy Lane Wilson has always been the lead reviewer. Yes. She is now going to be reviewing all of the big box horror films. That's exciting. For Red River Horror. I'm not going to say exclusively. Obviously, she is a freelance writer. Mm -hmm. Up for grabs. She's one of the best. Uh, But she will be doing... All big box for RedRiverHorror.com? All big box for RedRiverHorror.com. And next on the docket is The Forever Purge. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. What a title of a movie, The Forever Purge. (laughs) This following up was, did they do one after election year or was was this the follow up to it? They they did. So it goes the purge and then there was purge two. And then what was it? The first purge. So election year and then the first purge. I actually pulled. That's the way. I went to our friends at Collider again, how to watch the purge movies and TV shows, which I actually haven't watched the TV show. Yeah. So I was reluctant to watch the TV show because it's on USA. Uh huh. But the truth is that USA has been producing content that's a little more brutal. You know, whenever I think of USA Network, I'm like, what have we got? WWF, which hasn't been on USA since <laughs> it was called WWF. Am I? Yeah. It, it was never WWE on there. 
Um, was it? I don't know. I don't. Probably not. I don't remember when it was on USA. Yeah, but I think of that, and I think of like, what was it Monk, <laughs> right? Or Psych? Like these, like goofy, like quirky, <clears throat> not funny comedy show. I guess some people find it funny. No offense to anybody who loves Monk or or any of the USA shows. Yeah, I mean, my Tony Shalhoub fandom stops at Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you realize how much that stings? <laughs> That's a great scene. Um, so, but the the Purge show is on there. There's another show on USA that I'm like, oh yeah, like that's really dark and really twisted. It's called uh, The Center. Oh, okay. Keep an eye on it. It's got your boy Bill Pullman in it. Hey, Bill Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's exactly it. <laughs> Keep an eye. It's got your boy Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I don't know what the... So it was The Purge, The Purge Anarchy, The Purge Election Year, The First Purge, and now we have coming up The Forever Purge, and in between that was The Purge TV Show, which had two seasons on the USA Network. Mm -hmm. Um, So originally, you know, we were talking about it, and I was ready to... I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch them, but here's the truth. Neither of us are uh, very big on The Purge. Not big Purge fans. And I be- we saw the first one in theaters together, didn't we, we? We were both excited about the first one. Yes, we did. It was It's such a great idea. Absolutely. That just missed. Mm-hmm. Like, it missed the mark. Yes. And it's it's a real shame. So the first one, it's uh, Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lena Headey, who you might know her as Cersei from Game of Thrones. Uh, who else is in there? I don't know I don't. these names, but the rest of the names, I guess, don't really matter. So it's like they're, you know, Ethan Hawke's the, the lead in this. He's the one they're advertising. So the first one, you're more curious as to like, oh, what's like, you know, all crime will be, le- you know, which, the, you know, all crime will be legal. So 12 hours, right? Or is it 7 p.m. to 7 a.m.? Yeah, it's like yeah. a 12 hour window where, mm-hmm. you know, you can do whatever the hell you want and that it works because it curbs overall crime. Right. Okay. I mean, I get the math on that. The you know, in a, in a theory, that makes sense. So it's like, that's very exciting. What could happen? Problem with the first one is it only focuses on the one house. Yes. Um, probably due to, like, budget or whatever. Plus, how are you going to set up a world like that? How can you do it any other way than seeing on the news what's happening elsewhere? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I do think you needed to kind of have that kind of situation for the first one. Because they didn't know that it was going to work and become yeah. a success. So, I mean, it makes sense that, like, the budget for this movie is only $3 million, Wow. And they might have blown it all just in the set. Right. And Ethan Hawke. <laughs> right. So, you know, because that has, like, you know, the way, like, the house shields itself. and mm-hmm. um, You know, it's basically the one guy standing out there creeping. It's... Everything about it, like, it just has a good idea, but it just left you wanting to know what's going on out there. Sure. And we get that in The Purge Anarchy. Yes. Which I would say is the best of all the ones I've seen. That seems to be the gem of the series in that people that I know are pretty much like you and I with the first purge. Oh, but you know, I really like the second one when you kind of got to go through it and see how it all was it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I, most people say. That, that's where we really wanted to see some carnage and just met and, you know, just absolute chaos. What's that, happening that out would there? Be caused by that. And that's what you got. Yep. And they did it. Um, 
not bad. It was it wasn't bad, wasn't great, but it it gave you what you had wanted to see. Yes, from the purge. I think it's a lower income family that can't afford uh, the same protections that Ethan Hawke's family. Like, so that's more realistic. We're just like, oh, well, I can't, you know, fortify my home. All right. So I just got to be ready for whatever. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know. No. The it's it's a great idea. Yeah. And then so. Go ahead. Do you want me to keep going or you want to... Uh, so Purge, so quickly, just heading to Collider, first installment released mm-hmm. into the franchise, the initial Purge movie barely scratches the surface of the franchise's deep mythos. However, it established from the get-go that the NFFA are the ones in charge and that the Purge has already become a routine part of most upper-class people's lives. Through telling this story through the eyes of the Sandin family, viewers are taken through the process of initially seeing the Purge as a grotesque but unalterable part of life to seeing the human cost of this practice through both the suffering of Bloody bloody Stranger and the demise of other characters. The gnarly consequences of the Purge will only grow more pronounced as the saga goes on. The Purge Anarchy, this is where Frank Grillo comes into the mix, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's like the badass. Yep. In one year since the events of the first Purge movie, when the Purge Anarchy begins, Focus pulls away from the Sandin family and onto a character here called Sergeant. That's Frank Grillo. Sergeant is using the Purge as an excuse to go after the men responsible for the death of his son. As this is going on, we're also introduced to other primary characters of this installment, like Shane, Zach Guilford, and Liz, Kylie Sanchez, a couple who were trapped in a stalled car when the purge began. So that brings us to the purge election year. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. The purge election year is so bad. (laughs) I have never. I mean, somehow it's got on. 56% 50%, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55 on Metacritic, 6 out of 10 on IMDb. I have not been able to finish this. I fall asleep. I get bored. It's trying to add a unique twist to basically what the second one is. Mm-hmm. I I have not been able to finish it. And I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going to try. <sighs> yeah, so the Purge election year, I, I get it, man. We saw that in theaters. That's the last time I saw the Purge election because I didn't like it at all. It's not good. I mean, no. it's more appealing to, like, uh, I mean, maybe that was appealing to, like, high school kids. Right. Uh, definitely not to me. So I was very bored the first time. I didn't watch it in theaters. The first time I watched it, uh, I had a f- it was, like, me and a friend came over, and I, don't, I just fell asleep. Yeah, so... Uh, I couldn't do it. And then the trailer for the, was it the first, or was it the third? There was like, no, the election year has some just awful lines. That's all coming back to it. It's me. not well acted. I, I didn't no, know those two girls trying to rob the, like they oh, man. try to rob the convenience store. And then when they come back, they're like, it's purge night or something. It's just like, what the, <laughs> what the, what the, what, what is this? But that's. My overarching problem with The Purge is that it's so condescending. It's like, I get it. I understand, okay? Yeah. The rich people are going to survive. The poor right. people are not. I get that, okay? Yeah. You don't have to beat it into me. 
Then we get to election year, and yes, that is a perfect example of just lines delivered terribly, completely unnecessary scene. It doesn't do anything for the weight or the gravity of what the purge actually is in a place like that, because that was no. like a convenience store, not a convenience. Yeah, yeah, it's a convenience store. Yeah, it's like a little grocery. Mm-hmm. And she comes that. Oh, yeah, because the guy stopped her from stealing earlier on, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they come back to kill him during right. the purge, and right? Like, and there's all sorts of like foreigners running around because of like murder terrorism being a thing, right. and they're trying to like you know they want to kill the pur- what's her name that wants to get rid of the purge because the know. senator. So yeah, that's that's was yeah, dude. But hey, what it a, was bad. Yes, yeah, Char- Char- Charlene Charlie Roan running for a position of president of the United States in 2040. She's running on a platform that's staunchly anti-purge, which of course doesn't sit well with many Americans. Because you know, Americans are the worst people on the face of the earth. According Hands to the down. internet. <laughs> right? So, so yeah, election year, didn't like it. No good, and it was so bad that it's like after seeing the trailer for the first purge, I avoided it like the plague and didn't bother with the TV show. Yeah. So, but this one, what do you, what do you... <sighs> Part you know me like you said with Joe D'Angelo, right? He's very he brings a lot of happiness, a lot of joy to a situation where you and I are like, eh, I'm out. Part of me wants, part of me is curious to jump back in on this one just to see, because when the first purge, when they were showing what they had billboards and they had the red hat, and I'm like, all right, so we're just cashing in on this now, like this culture, yeah. Which I think they were. I have not seen the first Purge, so maybe I'll watch it now and finally catch up. But now the Forever Purge, it's like, all right, well, is it worth it to go back because it's something to watch? I'll give it this. From what I've seen, the idea in this one, the Forever Purge, makes more sense as to what happened if the Purge actually existed. Okay. Where, you know, it's like, oh, Time's up. Purge is over. Everybody's got to stop killing. Whereas this is a group that says, no, it doesn't. Okay. So, yeah, you want to check it out? Yeah, let's check out the have trailer. You, have you seen it yet? Uh, I've saw, I saw one trailer for the Forever Purge early on. Have not seen it since because at first, as you like to say, this is your word. I'm taking it. And I was like, meh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just giving it the, you know, it's going to try. But I'm curious to see what Stacy says, because um, usually her reviews are pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah, I agree mostly. Yeah. With with her reviews, some you know, hey, that's that's her opinion. That's why she gets, that's why she does what she does. That's, that's why, why she, she do what she do. Who she is. If you listen to the episode where she's on, you'll find the one thing that we disagree about, which was is Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> 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 It's a great debate. It, it really is. This, and, and it has lasted the full year. We haven't... That's not going anywhere. I'm, li- I'm living by that. <laughs> right. Let's see. And we have a special guest coming up on our one-year anniversary... Anniversary. Uh, <laughs> one-year anniversary episode 52 or th- 52 weeks, right? Yeah, man. Year. <laughs> um, is that, would that be once he comes on? Is that what that's going to be? I'm not sure. We have a All very right. special guest coming up in either episode 52 or 53, and we are going to ask him what it's, he thinks. It's very exciting because it's this, uh, he, like, no spoilers, 
but he's in a movie that my si- like it was on me my sister and i would watch it all the time mm-hmm. um and growing up without cable it was like one of the regular horror movies on channel 57 on like saturday or sunday afternoon absolutely and we would you know that was our that was our thing all right let's try this out this forever purge yeah oh who's this guy i have that shirt that he has he's explaining the halloween series so we are not gonna now do that we're gonna do this yeah do this hopefully get our video up soon mm-hmm. there it goes action baby action sniper scopes Like, it's, tw- like, the future, like, what's with the voice? Not even Siri sounds like that. No. <laughs> I love it. It's like, all cr- crime is illegal. Just be like, there are no laws. And here's the- hey, that's that guy. Josh something. Or Dylan something. Alright, so the girl gets caught in a trap. Purge. So she says purge is over, people shaking their heads, and now there's all these people dressed up. movies where they're just hell-bent on like killing everyone and everything he still takes his time to like look at me and be scared rather than just killing her yeah right <laughs> you know yeah it's one of my favorite things one night is not enough the action looks pretty cool Hey, dirt bikes. It's like Philly. Yeah. So. Does this translate? LOL. Ha 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 LOL. LOL. Does this translate, he says. So, um. All right. Doesn't look too bad. Now it's got like a Mad Max type feel. Like these people are like, eh, eh purge ain't over. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like at least here, like you know, the, the United States is huge. Yes, it is. And there are plenty of smaller towns there where a local loony militia could overrun it in a night. Sure. So I think if the purge was real, something like this would absolutely happen. Okay. Yeah. Why would it? I mean, sure. You know, deep down, I mean, we're we're really disgusting animals, you know. Yeah, humans that is. But I think the the want to survive exceeds all. Yeah. So so you you'd have to it it would be a small amount of people, but yes, there would be people out there be like, "Hey." Yeah, but at what point does it is it not enough to satisfy? You know, they're just like, "We're we're going all out." Right. And seeing how far we can push it. 
Well, it looks like the per- Forever Purge is going to answer yeah. something like that. So the truth is what would happen after that is if, like, they really went that nuts, then, like, you know, military or would get involved and shut it shut it down. feel relatively quick. Uh, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if if they were actively going out and killing people in groups like that, yeah, that would be... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, that might get a quicker response. But you see that, like, they blew up a cop. They blew up some cop cars. Sure. And so, you know, it was, that's something I could see happen, you know. Clever idea. Hey, what June of last year? I mean, we we lived yeah. lived through some of it in Philly. <laughs> Remember the Philly explosions? Uh, with people setting off the little the M40s and sh- what, 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 yeah, what they were blowing up ATMs, and- all that good stuff, <laughs> yeah. trying to get some money. I mean, that'll just happen as the ebbs yeah. and flows of madness go. But the Forever Purge is now a dramatization of what would happen if there's people that don't want to stop. At 7 a.m. Right. So, I mean, that's, yeah, clever idea. I, I will, just because it's been so long and I hated the purge election year so much, I would be willing to say, okay, let's let's try it. It's here. It's available. Um, there's more of a want for me to see new horror films than there was when the purge election year came out. This one, it looks like it has a little bit more of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, like a fresh start. Compared to where it was going with election year and first purge, uh, but I mean trailers look significantly different. Yep. you know it looks like it's getting looks more like two. Yeah, and what I will tell you is I am going to wait for Stacy Lane Wilson's review at RedRiverHard.com mm-hmm. to decide whether I will see the Forever Purge in theaters or wait for it to come out on VOD. Agreed. Yeah, that's not hitting any of the streamers. That, well, it's universal, so I guess that would be Peacock. They own MB, uh, Comcast owns NBC, Universal. MB, uh, yeah, Comcast owns Universal. So uh, does Peacock do the movie thing? I don't know if the cock's doing it. I don't think <laughs> so. I don't yeah. think so. I know they have it on there for streaming, so if you want to watch the original. Okay. The first one. Yeah, so it's all a matter um, of who these, these are owned by. So, Because um, I was actually looking for, even though I own the DVD, because... You know, it's the only thing that I don't collect, but the only thing I do have mm-hmm. like physical media of is is horror movies. And I do have the Paramount Friday the 13th, so one through eight. Mm-hmm. But I was just curious just to see if it was on any of the streamers. Uh, I put in Jason Lives Friday 6 into um, my smart TV just to see who had it. And I didn't see at least through HBO Max, Netflix, um the new Paramount Plus didn't have it. If they did, I don't. Um, I don't have Paramount Plus. I mean, I don't, I don't have really any of the others either. But that's a topic for a different day. But yeah, I mean, it's just the the streaming services is just out of control. I mean, it's just blowing up to the point where it's just going to revert back to a cable package. <laughs> right. um, which ones do you which, want? Which is already it's already there. I mean, the Hulu Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which ESPN. you know, Hulu was m- more. Uh, Hulu separates itself by still carrying a lot of the Fox programs that aren't all on Disney Plus. Like Disney just has The Simpsons. Right. And the rest of Fox's catalogs on Hulu. So just to your question, if the if the Forever Purge were to be available on the same day it was released in theaters, it would be through Peacock because they own Universal. Yeah. If if Peacock was supposed to do something, if they were to do something like that, but I don't think they would because uh did they have... No. I was thinking of uh, Spiral. I was like, no. 
I don't, I don't. I think that's gonna wind. I don't know. HBO might keep it going, but I think for the most part, everywhere is gonna start winding it down, except for Disney, where it's you know forty dollars to rent a movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, which their math is like that's the same as if you went to see it in the theater with like a family. So, dude, Disney monetizes everything. That's hey, why George sure. Lucas sold Star Wars. They're like, you know what? You know how Star Wars can make money forever. If I sell it to Disney. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they're just doing a weird job with it. <laughs> well. I would say bad if The Mandalorian wasn't good. Uh, the Mandalorian is good. That's, it's <laughs> Problem undeniable. Is, the Mandalorian's good. Yeah. Uh, everything else Disney has done with it. Eh. Really, really not that great. I'm going to leave that. My thoughts on that conversation. I, I guess Rogue One would fall under that umbrella. So Ooh, Rogue, yeah. Rogue One, the Mando. So there's there's some gems there and some some misses. But but I will I will wait with bated breath for Stacy's review. Yes. To see because I'm I'm jonesing to go back to the theater. Joe, we saw Spiral. I had a blast. Yeah. You know it would be good to just hit that theater, get some popcorn, some coke. Mm. And and watch. Let me get a fountain coke. <laughs> right, you know? forever purge. But uh, if she says it sucks, then I will see it. Just not uh, not now. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't on my list of what gets me hype. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> based on our last experience with the purge, no, and the group we were with. You got to remember, we saw. The, um, we have a big group for that one. We did. I so believe we did. Yeah, we had. Th- there was that. It was that summer. We saw. Uh, uh, what was it? Jess, Keith, Corey went to one of them. He didn't go to all of them with us, but oh, yeah. Derek, uh, yeah. obviously Melissa, uh, you and I. So yeah. we at least had. We re- we at least rolled six deep. <laughs> yeah. To a lot of horror films that summer and the Purge election year, all in unison, were like this was not good. Yeah. So. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wasn't good. Was that no, not for election year? I didn't see election year in theaters. That was the same year Conjuring Two came out. So if you didn't go with us, we still saw a bunch of movies yeah, we did together. Yeah. Um, where was that? The Flower Town. Flower Town Movie, Movie Tavern. Tavern. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. We, I remember. We were on a good stretch. Yeah. Uh, but the but so mm. anyway. Long story short. We weren't fans of the purge really that much going in. No. So now the Forever Purge comes. I'm excited because a new horror movie is coming out. I don't know how excited I am that it's the purge. We watched the trailer. I'm like, eh, let me see what Stacy says. That's all I got, Joe. You can hit me up at Red River Horror on Twitter, and you can hit both Joe and I up at Red River Horror at gmail.com. I'm Eddie Kayazo. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Eddie. And just real quick, I was like, um, Cause there is one more thing we didn't talk about. Oh no! <laughs> I know you're ready. Bonus round. I know you're ready. We're in the bonus. Um, but you know, again, there's the one that has me curious. That's on a. I guess is it Apple? Is that sensor sensor or whatever? I don't know. Stacy's got a review about that, but we're gonna look it up. We you said Conjuring two. We didn't address the cut. Co- we talked about it. We did a Conjuring episode, but we haven't talked about. We both seen. Mm-hmm. Seen the devil made me do it. Yes. So real quick before we sign off, just I want to hear your your thoughts. I was really hoping it would be somewhat of a courtroom type. Me too. Drama. I, I thought that's how they were going. I understand that they're not going to make a film frame for frame about what the story is. They're going to take creative liberty and make it 
entertaining. But they had people taking the stand or something. Yeah. No, uh, no. I just, I think it failed. This is really... the first one where, uh, like, I didn't really like Annabelle, which is in the universe, but it's not a Conjuring film proper. Yeah. This is the first Conjuring film that I thought it just went way off the rails. Yeah. Some creepy imagery, some nice shots. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, not in. It, it missed. Definitely. Swing and a miss. And I guess that's probably the way, the way it ends. It seems to be the end. Mm-hmm. For Ed on the Rain, unless there was those two young people that are falling around, which I could see him doing something in the future that's completely made up with those two or what, whatever. Was it their kids? Were they their kids? That I'm not sure of. I know I the kids so. are involved. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, overall, disappointing. Um, felt a little misled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Conjuring Devil made me do it. If I were to write a full review, yeah. Two out of five. Yeah, it's a two out of five boat. Yeah, uh, it's a one and done. I would, you know, check check it out for the sake of saying, oh, I've seen all those Conjuring movies. Sure. Uh, other than that, you know, man, we've been we've been negative today. I know, and that's never the case. No, other than other than my false positive. False, yeah, false positive, which is included good. in Nick's upcoming movies for for June. So. Yes. So you know, we'll have to try that out, and you know, try it. But that's a slow burn, which is one where it's like we like it. But definitely not like some people want that purge election year of just stupid nonsense and bad dialogue as long as there's a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it's uh, you brought something up very important there. There's going to be more content at RedRiverHorror.com. I've been talking about this for a year. Haven't actually delivered. Now I'm delivering. Stacy's doing the reviews. Nick's got this preview coming up. And in the month of July is the four year anniversary for RedRiverHorror.com. How exciting is that? Yeah. Giddy up. So we got the one year on the podcast, the four years on the website. It's going to be exciting. And stay tuned for our very special guest, either coming on episode 52 or 53. Can't remember. Or 51. 50 or 51? I don't know. Because this is episode number 49. It's 49, man. 49, baby. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess that we'll call call it a day on, on, on that note. Joe, thanks so much. It's good to be back with you. I'm Eddie Cayazzo. Oh, Eddie, it's great to have you back. I'm Joe Zakreski. You can find me at Red River Joe on Twitter. Remember to email us your suggestions, comments, feedback, whatever you want to send us, redriverhorror at gmail.com. And remember to keep traveling those channels of fear.